0: In this episode, I talk about contingency periods during escrow. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Estate Chat with Jason Z. I'm Jason Zwalik of the Zwalik Group with First Team and Christie's International Real Estate. I hope you're having a fantastic Monday and had a great weekend and are ready to kill it this week. So I wanted to take a minute today to talk about contingency periods. So when we get into escrow, so once either you're a buyer and you've got an offer accepted, or you're a seller and you've accepted an offer, we've now entered the escrow period and really there are some major there are contingencies some main contingencies that you need to be aware of when you're going through the escrow period so from the buyer's perspective and the seller's perspective they both will affect you so Um, from a seller's perspective, you want to make sure that your buyers are staying on top of those contingencies and they're removing them when they're supposed to. Um, It's basically just a way to keep everyone in line, keep everyone on track. And there are things that are done to do this and to make sure that you are following up and your agent should be making sure that they have a list of when those contingencies are going to be removed. And they're really being diligent with the buyer's agent um, about doing that. Also a good buyer's agent will make sure that they're staying on top of things as well uh because you don't want to uh anger the sellers you don't want the sellers to uh decide to try to cancel or anything like that because you're not meeting um the contingency period guidelines and what was agreed upon in the contract. So what we'll do is we'll take a look at a couple of the major contingencies. We're not going to go through every one, but there are essentially four major ones that we're going to look at. And the first three really deal with the buyers. The fourth one uh, really is a seller-only contingency, but uh, and we'll, we'll we'll hit that one as we move along here. So the first contingency that everybody knows about is the inspection contingency. Now here in California, with under the uh, residential um, purchase agreement. The standard is 17-day inspection period. So you have 17 days to do your home inspection. Now, this is where we really want to make sure that you everyone understands. It doesn't just include your home inspection. It includes everything about the property. So, uh, it, can you get your? If, if you're buying a property because you want to go to your kids to go to a specific school do your diligence and make sure they can get into that school. If you're buying a property and it's near an airport, you want to make sure that how is that noise going to affect you. Maybe drive by it at night and see if there's a lot of parties going on in the neighborhood. So it's really not just about the home inspection itself, which is a huge proponent to the inspection period, but it's really doing your due diligence on the property as a whole everything about it. Do you like the neighborhood? Drive the neighborhood at different times of day, maybe during the weekend. Um, How's parking? Really everything about that, you need to make sure you want to check that out. So that's part of the home the home uh, inspection or the, the part of the inspection contingency, again, which is 17 days. What we do see is we try to sometimes if we're in a competitive environment as a seller's agent and as a buyer's agent, we'll cut that down to maybe 10 days uh, because the sooner that you can remove all your contingencies it's going to make the seller happier so as a buyer you're looking to one-up the other offers perhaps and as a seller you want them removed as soon as possible because that way um, you know that the the seller is going to or the buyer is going to move forward with the pro- with the purchase so the second contingency we'll talk about is the appraisal contingency so now if you're getting a loan uh, the bank is going to order an appraisal and make sure that it, we, it comes in at the right price. So that is, again, 17 days. So you have a 17-day appraisal period. Typically what we do, uh, if we have a buyer, we'll call and contact our, the lender and we'll say, hey, how quick can you get this appraisal done? Can you do it quicker than 17 days? Because that's another way that we can make our offer stand out. Uh, so, And as a selling agent, you could try to move that down as well. So really, that is something that's really important, the appraisal. Uh, So what will happen is the appraisal will come out, they'll check check out the house, they'll run the comps, they'll do their due diligence, and then they submit their appraisal report. And it'll come in. So, few few things can happen. So, the appraisal could come in at value. So that's at the the agreed upon purchase price. It could come in a little bit over agreed upon purchase price. In both those scenarios, everything's good. Contingency can be removed, and we move on. Now, what happens if the appraisal comes in under the uh, the agreed upon price? Couple things can happen here. Really, there's three scenarios. Scenario number one is the buyer goes back to the seller and says, "Hey, it appraised at." X dollars. So we are. We want to bring that. We want the house for that. Um. Uh. Instead of our original agreed upon purchase price, the seller disagrees. The seller says no. Uh. And you're kind of at a stalemate. The buyer has every right to then cancel, and get their deposit back, their earnest money deposit. Okay. That's scenario number one. Scenario number two is you can ask the the buyer can bring in the extra cash. To that, so if, for instance, you're looking at a house that um, appraises slightly under, but it's your dream home, it's everything that you want, and you don't want to lose out on it, and you decide, you know what, I'm willing to put in that extra cash because the seller won't come down. I'm willing to bring in that extra, the the difference between from the appraised amount to the agreed upon purchase amount, in cash. You can do that as well. The third is right down the middle, split down the middle. So, for instance, the the offer is 700, the appraisal 700,000, the appraisal comes in at 650 the seller and buyer mutually agree to come in at six seventy-five. So the seller comes down 25000 and the buyer brings in the cash of 25000 That's the third option. So if none of these work out and we're kind of at a stalemate, the buyer has every right to cancel at that point. Um, it's something that really uh, you want to make sure that you're, you know exactly what you're getting into if you're deciding to waive that appraisal because if you do waive the appraisal and it doesn't appraise and then you decide you want to cancel you really are going to have two options you're either going to lose your deposit or you're going to lose you're going to have to bring in that cash that um, extra cash to offset that difference uh, the third major contingency, the main contingency of, from a, again, from a buyer's perspective, and again, the seller, seller wants to know about this as well, is a loan contingency. This is typically 21 days. So this is the full, um, approval of the loan. So what ends up t- typically happening is you'll get your pre-approval and hopefully it's not just a paper pre-approval. You want to talk to a lender and make sure that they're getting, um, that you've, they've dove into your finances and there's no surprises that are going to come up during the actual process of getting the loan and so that's the pre-approval and then once that pre-approval and your offer is accepted it actually goes to the lender and the lender gets everything in order and then it goes to the underwriter and the underwriter is going to look at all of the financial information and make sure that you are approved for the loan at the 21 day point Um, is the cutoff you need to most lenders can do it even in in less than that Uh, basically the lender will say agreed i do um this this alone is approved you're good to go you're okay to remove your contingency you remove that contingency now word of warning once you get that loan approved don't go out and buy a new car don't go out and buy new furniture for the house that you just bought because on a credit card because what will happen is right before the loan funds most lenders will actually run a credit check again and if for some reason there's some differences on there they could cancel the loan at that point you've already removed your contingencies guess what you're on the hook for your deposit and your deposit will be lost to the seller most likely so you really want to be careful with all of those so that's something that you want to look at too so that loan contingency Um, is is very important so those three contingencies are going to be written into the contract like you said the the residential purchase agreement has the set timelines of inspection 17 appraisal 17 and loan 21 days that doesn't mean those can change one piece of advice I will give you is if say you have 17 day inspection contingency and you're done your inspections are all done in 10 days and you say you know what I want to remove that contingency don't make sure you remove your contingencies even if you're ready on day 17, because what happens, I we'll, we'll use the earthquake thing here. What happens if you have an inspection and then all of a sudden uh, uh, you're good to go, you're going to remove them. And then on day 11, an earthquake hits and um, so it damages the house. And now you, you're stuck because you've already moved your contingency. You may not be able to to get that. Um, You may not be able to get out of that, and you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose your deposit because of that. So just stick with it. It's a little bit of a um, a a, a strong uh, hypothetical. Chances of that happening are slim to none. But like I said, I just want to give you an idea of why we want to remove our contingencies at the exact same at the the time stated in the contract. Now another contingency that happens is on the seller side, and that is perhaps um, if the seller is uh, wants to find a property. So if they want to f- if they want to find a replacement property, um, that 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 is a contingency of sale. So basically, the seller is selling their home, and it's contingent upon them finding a, repl- a suitable replacement property. And there's timelines on that, and if they don't. There's no set timelines in the actual RPA, but there's a, there'll be agreed upon, uh agreed upon con- timeline, and then you'll have that option to um, exercise that and decide whether or not you want to move forward or you want to wait for them um, as a buyer and, and, and whatnot. So that one's not as, not as strong as the other. You don't see that as many times as the, as the others. The others are pretty much in every contract, um, but you do, we do come across that. So so now the one of the questions I guess we'll tackle next is what happens if you're a seller and the timelines have been reached and you haven't got your confirmation. You haven't got your contingency removal. So what ends up happening then is you give them something called a notice to perform. So if say day 17 comes by and you're they're not removing their contingency because their home inspection cuz they haven't they haven't gone through everything yet. So, you decide that you give them a notice to perform, so once you sign that notice to perform and send that to this, the buyer, they then have two days to perform. so two days to remove that contingency. if they don't in remove that contingency in that two days, the seller then has every right to cancel. No deposit is is held the buyer doesn 't lose their deposit. The seller can just move on uh, when you when you will see this happening. Is if some a if someone's dragging their feet if a buyer's dragging their feet but also if a say a buyer is in escrow at a x amount of dollars and another buyer comes in and back up at more money so really the seller's going to be on the ball making sure that the contingencies are met because they're going to be wanting to cancel potentially to get more money so you really have to watch out for that so you want to make sure that you're covered on that so um so as from a seller's perspective really stay on them um some we've in the past have actually sent the notice to perform a couple days early um just so that they the two days is built into the 17 days um so that you know that And uh, so that way on that 17 days for inspections, appraisal and 21 for loan that they know that, hey, they have to, or we have every right to cancel. Uh, again, rarely do do we cancel because of that um, usually there 's an explanation that we can talk about and figure everything out but um, but it 's definitely something that we we can uh, you need to look at so so that 's just a little rundown on the contingencies and what happens um, when you 're in escrow and the the major things that you need to look at so I hope this helps uh, again if If you have any questions, make sure you reach out to us. You can email us at Zwollak, Z-W-O-L-A-K, at firstteam.com. Or you can shoot us a text at 949-345-1183. Uh, if you have any questions, we're here to answer them. Again, as always, if you'd like to hear something in a future episode, let us know. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully this helped you sellers out there and your buyers. Um, hope you guys have a fantastic week. Stay productive. And we will talk to you next week. Until next time, everybody. Take care.